Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about when you should refer workout to another pool service company or repair company, and as a homeowner, when you should actually call someone in to do a repair for you. So I'll give you some tips and guidelines of to when to pass on the work to someone else. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals trusted partners since 1963 providing quality products and services to make pool care easy, and solutions and expertise to do it right. And I'll say this off the bat, that referring work out to someone else is actually a really good time saver. It's not a defeatist kind of attitude that you can't do it. Don't look at it that way. Look at it as your time is valuable, and you don't have the time to troubleshoot something that may, number one, be out of your league, number two, be extremely time-consuming to solve, And number three, something you just don't want to tackle. So whatever the reason, referring work out to someone else is not a bad thing at all. So I guess there's a few choices when you refer work out. If you're a homeowner doing it yourself, you can look in your on on Google for a local pool service provider that does repairs. You can also call or you can actually go online to your particular manufacturer of your equipment. Let's say you're working on a Pentair pump and you can't get it working, you're having issues trying to do it yourself, go to the Pentair website and you can scroll over to support and you can, it'll bring down a menu of all the warranty technicians in your area. Now the fact that they're warranty technicians doesn't mean that your product has to be under warranty for them to service it. These are the service companies that actually do the warranty work for Pentair, but they'll do work out of warranty no problem also. So it's not like They'll just do work on a product under warranty. So that's one of those things that I think is confusing. Or if you have a Jandy pump or Haywood pump, you definitely want to refer it to the warranty service provider for that particular item. Again, even if it's under not under warranty anymore. You can also go on Google and find a local pool service company that's reputable that will offer our service and repairs. And also my website, swimmingpearlearning.com, I have a list of pool service providers. You can drop down the list and see someone in your area that will do the repairs for you. Now, if you are a pool service technician and you run into problems, you can, of course, always call the manufacturer um, and find out who the local warranty person is in your area to service your, to um, refer the work out to. The only problem, I think, by referring the work out to a local warranty company as they may also be a pool service company in your area. In that case, you may be a little leery about them maybe soliciting your account and taking your service account. So I suggest you look for someone in your area that does straight repairs. There's plenty of companies that do just repairs. I have a guy in my area that I refer a lot of work to and all he does is repairs. He has no pool service accounts whatsoever. Um, So it's a perfect fit. He'll go out there and do the repair and I don't have to worry about anything as far as a customer, although he does have a background in pool service, so he knows a lot about the pools. 
he focuses on repairs only, which is kind of the perfect guy um, for that situation. And I think here are some guidelines if you're getting to the point where you're working on something and you're stuck. So let's say you get to a pool and it's not priming. You've tried all the tricks in your bag and there's a certain time limit that you want to spend troubleshooting, especially if you have a full route and you have 14 or 16 pools to get to. And this may be one of your first pools or your second pool on your day. And you go there and you try to get it to prime and it's not turning on, it's not priming. Maybe the customer let the water get low that weekend. And when you get there, the water is still a little bit low and the pool's not priming, even if you added a little bit of water to it to get it up to the level it needs to be. And it sucked a lot of air on the weekend that's not priming. So it could be something like the discharge melted or maybe something got sucked into the line at one of your accounts and you can't get it unclogged. Whatever the case, there is a certain time limit that you want to spend troubleshooting this problem, trying to get the pool working. And once you reach that limit of troubleshooting time, you want to turn the system off and let the customer know that there's a problem with the pool and you'll get back to it at the end of the day or you will refer someone out to them to fix it. And otherwise, you're going to be kind of ruining your whole day on one account where you can't get things working if you spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, and you still can't get the pump to prime for whatever reason. And it could be a bizarre reason. I've had an account where um, I even sent the leak detector out there because I couldn't figure out why this pump wasn't priming. It would work partially in spa mode. If I left the suction on partial spa mode and then full spa return so that it wouldn't drain down the spa, I was getting some prime and it was one of those weird things where no one could figure it out. And even the leak detector, you know, was having trouble. But finally they discovered that it was the the Jandy valve, not the handle not the um O ring in there, nor any other part of the Jandy valve was the problem, but there was a small pinhole in the Jandy valve itself that no one could see, letting air in, but not enough to let water out, which is very unusual. Um, but it was definitely a small little tiny um, crack underneath the Jandy valve that was causing the problem. And so I would never have found it. it. Took the leak detector a couple tries to find it because he replaced other parts and it still wasn't working. And then I, I got there one day and I saw he cut the whole valve out and figured out that it was the whole assembly that was the problem. And so there are things that are beyond your scope or may just be weird and you can't figure out at that moment and you can't spend all day there for sure. And of course, this is not to say you give up within the first 10 minutes of trying to get things working. You should have a general idea of what co what's causing the pool not to prime or maybe what's clogged in the line by doing a few things like using a drain bladder and troubleshooting the air leak with the, with the suction side if you notice that it's not priming or you check the impeller. Whatever you do normally to make sure to get the um, pool primed and running, you're gonna go through those steps. And then beyond that, it's probably out of your league at that point. There's probably a problem that you can't figure out or find the source to. And then you just have your list of referrals that you refer stuff out to. Um, you also have Leslie's Pool Supply that does repairs and installs. You can refer work out to them if you need to. They don't do any weekly service. And so they're perfectly safe to refer work out to. And they have like 900 or something locations. So you can easily find a Leslie's Pool Supply nearby you that you can refer the repairs out to that need to be done. And sometimes things are out of your league as far as scope of service. So 
if a customer asks you um, or comes out and says they want you to put in a pump, a heater, and a new filter for them, that may be a little bit beyond your skill level at this time, or it may be something that you know will be very time-consuming, especially if the equipment area is really tight, like in California, where you kind of have to be a contortionist to kind of get back there and get to the plumbing and remove the pump and filter, and especially the heater, depending on where it's located. So it may be something that you just refer out to and get a referral fee, unless someone who does repairs on a regular basis do the work. Again, Leslie's Pool Supply does do full installation, so you may call them, refer the work out to them, and have them give the customer a bid. And of course, on the handling of the referral, you don't want to hire the person and then bill the customer and then pay that person because then you're in the middle of something goes wrong. The best way to do it is to set up a referral system or referral fee with a repair person that you trust. Refer the customer to them directly or them to the customer directly. Have them bill the customer directly and then you just get a referral fee. Otherwise, if you were to hire this person to do the repair, you pay them yourself and then you bill the customer. If there's a problem later, you're holding the bag because the customer assumes that you yourself did the repair when it wasn't you. So definitely make it very transparent that you have this dedicated repair person that's going to come back there and do the repair for you because A, you don't have time to get to because you're too busy or B, this is something that they specialize in and it's going to come out a whole lot better with this particular person doing the installation rather than yourself. Um, explain that to a customer in a gracious way. Probably the way I said it there is not the best way to say it, but you want to say it to where um, this person has more specialty and it's going to, um, it's something that they're right up their alley that they can handle no problem. Um, you don't want to make yourself look incompetent, of course, at the same time. So you want to kind of use language saying that, you know, this is a problem that you definitely need to refer out to because they have special tools or they have special skills that you don't have access to, especially if there's a leak, an air leak of some kind. You may need to refer it out to a leak detecting company to find the source of the air um, or a water leak. Definitely you don't have the equipment to do that. Again, I find myself referring a lot of work out, especially in the summertime when I'm really busy working on projects or working on other things. And of course, if there's something that I look at and it's going to be very time consuming, I definitely will refer it out because I don't really have the time or I don't really want to spend two or three hours doing something that someone else can easily do and free up my time to do other things. And I think you just have to know your limits and you have to look at your business model logically. You know, do I want to be spending six hours a week doing these kind of repairs or do I want to spend six hours doing other things that are going to make me more money in the long run, like doing bids for more service accounts or actually adding more service accounts to my pool route to fill up that six-hour time block. So instead of doing a one-time six-hour repair, I'm actually trying to set myself up so that I have 12 service accounts, full service accounts in that same six-hour block every week, and that will make me a lot more money than doing a repair here and there. So you want to utilize your time wisely, especially if you're a one-polar. Even if you have employees, you want to utilize your time wisely. You don't want to be doing repairs that someone else can do and not getting to the bids and or soliciting for new accounts when that's going to bring in more money potentially in the future 
by being a weekly type service versus a one-time repair. Um, so definitely kind of step back from a problem, see how much time you're going to have to spend at it, and realize that it may be better to refer this out to someone else to do it, not because I can't do it, but because the time it takes to do it is too much for me. And of course, there are certain things you're going to run into that you really can't do. You don't have the skill set to do those things, and you definitely want to refer it out to someone who can. And I did mention my website, Swimming for Learning, earlier in the podcast here. You can go there and you can scroll down for a list of pool service providers that may be in your area. And also, if you do pool service for a living and you want to enhance your business, definitely consider joining the coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. Currently, there's over 250 members right now, and it's growing. And it's definitely a great place to get help to enhance your business and make it much better and to fine-tune it, whatever you need, definitely the coaching program will have something there for you. And the rates are extremely low, $10 a month to text me and $20 to call me, plus you get added to the group chat that's part of the coaching program. So consider that, and you can find more information at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show The Pool Guy Podcast Show Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.